Catherine Boyle every weeknight from 10 except for next Tuesday we've got the night off we're going to Swindon to see half of XTC 03444991000 could consider this show um, uh, a blank canvas we're, me and Kath, we're kind of the facilitators right? we're the conduits for you we sit here and we just kind of talk and, and, and we're basically filling until you phone up. You phone up, you then become the show and you dictate the direction of the show and you can call in about stuff that we've spoken about or stuff that we spoke about three years ago or stuff that you, we haven't spoken about but that you think we really should speak about. Or just you want to phone up and just say, do you know what, I've not spoken to anyone for three days and I, I would love to say say hello. We can do all of that stuff. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand phone calls are free for most of you, pennies at most. You'll speak to Sam, um, who will take your name and number and give you a call straight back anyway. Come on, he can do anything. Don't swear, don't libel someone. Um, if you do, I got a dump button. It doesn't get broadcast. I'm the only person that hears it. Simple as that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Lucy. Hello. Hello, Lucy. I like Hi. the name. I like the name Lucy. My one of my best friend's wife. I was going to say wives. One of my best friend's wife. Does that make sense? One of my best friend's wife is called Lucy. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound right. That sentence is not grammatically correct. Mm-hmm. One of my best friend's wife is... The wife is... of one of my best friends. Yeah, I'm, yeah. It's what... right, but it just doesn't sound right. No, it isn't. One of my best friend's wife. One of my best... Anyway, anyway, Lucy, one of my best friend's wife is called Lucy, and I've always oh. thought... That's a great name. It's an overlooked Probably... name, isn't it? Well, somewhat. From the age of three, my parents sat me down and listened to Sgt. Pepper's. No. From the age of three, I was listening to the vinyl and looking at the album cover and what? reading it. My father told me I was named after Lucia. Well, well here's the thing. Diamonds. You were named after a psychedelic <laughs> I wasn't, joy. No. Oh. He lied. Oh, your dad was a liar? But I, but I knew every, I knew every word of... Every the whole album I, from the age of three. I um. By <laughs> the way, if if anyone has got a recording of a three year old singing uh, uh, anything from Sgt. Pepper's, <laughs> God, I'd love to hear that. <laughs> I um for about a week. Um, it was in my in my sort of early twenties. I was very uncom uh, very uh, unconfident around women, and I would fancy women, and I would not ask them out, or I would ask them out, and then was too embarrassed to have sex with them, and so it wouldn't. Like, all of this kind of stuff. So in one of those phases, I went out with a delightful young lady for about a week, two weeks. Her first name was Lola, a great name. And her initials, because her parents were hippies, were LSD. Those were her initials, man. Right on. And I remember once I went round to, this is, you know, when people are just starting to live, you know, I was living in London, I was getting housing benefit and living in London. And I went round to her house, you know, her apartment, her flat, and we were there kind of getting it on, or not, as the case may be. And then there was a knock at the door. And she went, yeah, come in. And this older woman popped her head around the door. And I said, I said oh, that was, she went. I said, oh, is that your flatmate? No, it was my mum. I was doing it in a, in a house with her mum in there. Wow, no, no. That, that, that kind of stuff can screw you up, man. That'll screw you up. Anyway, Lucy, 
Um, you, you've not called in to hear about my um, uh, inability to make love as a younger man. No, what? I have. Oh, have you? Well, then there you go. That's the story. What have you got for us tonight, Luce? <laughs> Nothing, really. I just wanted to say hello. Hello. My sum- from my summer house in my parents' garden where it's freaking freezing. Well, is it? She said freaking. Yes. She said, We're all good. We're all good. Um, well, it's not summer, Lucy. What are you doing in the <laughs> summer house? Well, it's not summer, you nut dog. A, a tiny little house. So in when the garden. you, I was going to say, so there's, there's, yeah, it's freezing. The summer house is at the is at the back <laughs> of the garden, is it? Yeah. So what are you doing? Having a cheeky spliff or something? You don't want mum well, and dad I to know? I wish. Oh. I wish. Now I've got a cheeky little um, oh. Italian blush. I don't know what that means. An Italian... <laughs> I don't know either. Tesco's it... finest. Oh, well, what? you got a wine. you got a little yes. wine going on. So I have three doggies. You're, rock... You're rocking the wine in the summer house, <laughs> even though it's freezing. It's absolutely freezing. I've got my three dogs here. Yeah. And I've just imported them from India. What? Yeah. How, how do you import a dog from India? Oh, tell me about it. I, I was living there for four years. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. And I'm um, working for NGOs, working for street dogs there. Yeah. And um, I rescued... Lily, my beautiful mummy mouse. Yeah. Uh, she was six months old. Wow. I, I rescued her. Yeah. And she had five puppies. I should have sterilised her, but I didn't in time. She had five beautiful puppies, and then I had them for five months, and then I kept three, two of them. Yeah. And I rehomed the other three, and then I got trapped in India for four years. I overstayed my visa. I was illegal for years. Hang on a I minute. I couldn't come home because I was so in love with my dog. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. You, you, got, you got trapped. You, know, you, weren't being, you weren't being held there against your will, were you? <laughs> no, against my will. I, I was so in love with my dog, I couldn't come home, so I overstayed you, my visa. You stayed in India three years longer than you should have oh, done because no, you had dogs. Four, four and a half years. You're nuts. I, I, am I nuts. like you. <laughs> I but like I'd, be, you I'd be scared to meet you. They're beautiful. They're really beautiful. And then so I got into... Then the cops caught up with me. <laughs> you don't want to get caught by the Indian cops. They're dodgepots. Yes, but it worked in my favour because, oh. like, them being so dodgy, I was able to be dodgy back. So I gave them loads of backhanders. Yeah, yeah, so it works. To keep, to keep it quiet. Yeah. So how much... Hang on. And, 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 and this isn't racist. This is how it works. And I know it's, it's exactly the same, if not worse, in Pakistan, where I worked for a long time. But mm. So how much did you have to, to bribe... The Indian um, police to let them, you stay there. I bribed, well, actually, what happened was, this is um, they came to, and I was living in a really beautiful house. Yeah. And they they came to my house a few times, <laughs> and each time I was giving them like ten thousand rupees, rupees, which is like under a hundred pounds, just to like get them off my doorstep. <laughs> and then they came back two or three times. Of course they did. That and they found a sucker. Yeah. Hmm. And then they, and my, also, my passport had expired, so I couldn't even give them a passport. I couldn't give them anything. And actually, in India, you need, like, ID for everything. Yeah. Even Indian nationals do. Yeah. I couldn't give them anything at all, and I've got these three doggies barking at them as well. My beautiful three doggies. So what was the, what was the crunch point then? What, after four and a half years, was it you that decided to leave, or did they well, say, come on, come on now, come on, enough of this, out? was I've been in a relationship actually yeah. with an Indian yeah. and um, I've been in Himachal and the, the north of India and the south of India and I've had my uh, doggy with me um, um, what happened was I needed to come out of the country really because I had I was illegal yeah um, but I was trapped because I couldn't Didn't leave my dog. I couldn't leave my dog right okay Seriously, what had happened was I had Lily. Yeah. I, I rescued her from the beach in Arambol, 
where the fishermen were going to kill her because she was jumping on her fishing net. Oh, no. No, literally, she was yeah, jumping I on bet. her fishing net and they were going to kill her. Oh, man. So monsoon was coming and so I, I took Lily and she was six months old and unbeknown to me, she was, she was pregnant and she had five beautiful puppies. So I kept them for five months. I had five puppies in my house for yeah. five months. Yeah. And then I rehomed three of them to very good Indian homes. Yeah. And then Freddie and Lulu were the most gorgeous little creatures. Oh. I couldn't, I couldn't let them go. So. Well, how I did you get them to the UK? You you didn't smuggle them in oh, your suitcase, it, did you? It took me so long. I tried to do it by myself. Firstly, the first thing you have to do when you bring your dogs from uh, to a non-EU com- country yeah. is you have to get the passports. Right. So in order to get the passports, the first thing you have to do is vaccinate them against yeah. rabies and, and other things. You have to microchip them, and then you have to um, uh, do the blood tests yeah. about rabies, yeah. which is very expensive. Yeah. And so you Good! To... I want it to be... I don't want, I don't want rabid Indian dogs coming over no. here to stealing no, the right. work of our mm. good British dogs. No. We Although that Indian that. dog food is incredible. <laughs> So I had to do the rabies test, and yep. then after the rabies test, um, you have to do the export papers. So actually, what happened was I tried to do it all myself, and I tried to do most of it myself to try and save the money. Yeah. And I ended up costing ten grand. Well, that's that's English my, grands. Yes, my mother. My mother did it. Paid. I couldn't come home otherwise. My mother had yeah. to pay for this, and I'm paying emotionally. <laughs> no, she's make. This is why you're out in the in the summer yeah, house. You're not allowed in the real house. <laughs> Summer house, mate. Yeah. Seriously, so, Lucy, with no heating. Can I ask you a question, Lucy? I'm normally really, really good. Hang on, I didn't ask. I didn't tell you if you oh, could. Okay. Yes, you can. Ian. Thank you. I'm normally really, and I appreciate the permission. I'm normally really, <laughs> really good at working out ages, guessing ages. <laughs> yep. And I, I haven't can got. You work out my dog's ages. Uh, go on. Yeah, go on. The 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 the. Mother, mummy, mouse. Yeah, she's Lily. three. She's three. She's three and a half. Yeah, I know. I don't care about the dog. No, you don't know. I just said three. So cocksure, aren't you? I said three, and no, I was right. Three and a half. Oh, when we, it, we, listen, if you've got kids, you know that once I they get past two, you don't, you don't do the months anymore. You do the years. Children. So, I I cannot place your age. You're either you're <laughs> either you're either thirty three or you're fifty three, and I can't work no. out which one it is. Forty six. Okay, right. You're a heavy smoker. No, I, well, I quit smoking six weeks ago. I've been on the vape. Oh, well done. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay, you know, it doesn't actually feel like much of an achievement. No, because you're still vaping. Get rid of the yes. vape. Get rid of everything. You don't need that. But actually, it is really good. And, and by the way, I've been to NA and, and AA and all of those oh, things. Yeah. I'm still drinking a little bit. Yeah. Wine, yeah. Nothing major at all. But I'm getting that really, vibe really, off you. I'm really, really happy to get off the cigarettes. Yeah, good. The cigarettes are a, a tough the, one. The main reason was that yeah. um, either my dogs eat chicken or I smoke cigarettes. Oh, no. They're, they're, well, listen, you're, yeah. a very, you're a very good human being in giving those dogs <laughs> so much love, Lucy. How come, um, how come we've never spoken before? I've been too shy to speak to you before. Oh, mate. Well... And I love you, Ian. And I... And I tell you something yeah. i think your oh. i think cat is absolutely fabulous i love that pause i love that pause. absolutely she's brilliant. she could have gone either way she's brilliant <laughs> she is fabulous that, oh. 
I always worry when it, when it's a big run up to an F that it's going to be absolutely awful. So great, Lucy. So great, Lucy. Don't tell her, but don't tell us. <laughs> I, I agree with you, but don't ever tell oh, her I said that. She's wonderful. the best. She's really brilliant. Hey, Lucy. Like, the best. Uh, uh, listen, I've got to go to break. I'm so glad you called us. Okay. You'll call, call us again because uh, I want to know more. Okay. I want to know more about you. I, I think you you sound absolutely delightful, and I'm Thank really you. glad you, you you made the call. Thank you. Take care, Lucy. Bye bye. Love you too. Bye. Bye-bye. What a lovely, what a lovely lady. What a great story. When I come back as a dog, I want to be Lucy's dog. Yeah. Someone's just um, texted like him. What a call! And she only called in to say hello. That's true, isn't it? What yeah. you called in for? No, nothing. Just wanted to say hello. That was brilliant. But often they're the best ones. Yeah. This is it. This is if you think you've got nothing to say, dear listener, give us a call. We'll soon be the judge of that. Um, what a story. Lived in India for three and a half years illegally and was buying off the coppers. Oh, well done. Well done, Lucy. I enjoyed that. Please call again at some point. I look forward to our second call. Mind you, you're right. Those coppers must have thought they'd hit the absolute <laughs> jackpot. We get know on. where she is. We can get £100 whenever we, we want. £100 quid every time we fancy. That's a lot of money. Thank you, Lucy. That was absolutely delightful. Enjoy your, your booze and your dogs in the summer house and, and take a blankie out there next time. Uh, Sandra, stay there. You'll be next. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Now the show's starting to warm up a bit. Here we go. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. We've got entertainment and we're not afraid to use it. Talk Radio. Excuse me. Oh, Dad. Hello, I'm Martin Kellner. And I'm his daughter, Ruthie. We do a podcast. It's called Ruthie, Me and My Dad. In which I tell him how he's wrong about most things. And I explain to her who the Bee Gees were. It's on Acast and Apple Podcasts. And all your favourite podcast providers. It's a unique generation gap conversation between a baby boomer dad... And his Generation Z daughter. That's Ruthie, Me and My Dad. Brand new episodes every Thursday. (laughs) Tales of Mystery and Imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record all day long. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh no! Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We were about to go to Sandra, Sandy, from Glasgow, but um, uh, she's disappeared. Sandra, we're going to try and call you back. In the meantime, that means we have to go to our B phone call. So we had the A phone call with Sandra. I was looking forward to speaking to Sandra and and, and hearing her insight and her, her wisdom. And um, and you always got to have a B phone call lined up just in case the A drops off. Then you can go to the B, and it, it just creates a little bit of filler. And, 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 and that's Barry from Watford. I'm turning the other cheek. I've seen I'm all of your tre- cheeks. I know you. I, I have. Do you remember? Do you remember that night? Go on, you tell Kath oh, about that it? night. Go on. Oh, we we had a night. We had a cheek <coughs> night round at my house. Yep. yep. We had a couple of blokes from the council brought some of my cheeks in yep, yep, uh, yep. through the porch in a wheelbarrow. Yep. And we counted them all up. What do we have? Thirty-seven in the end. It was. It was. Well, it was. It would have been thirty-eight. But one of them, I'm. I'm. I am convinced that one of them was not actually a cheek. But the thing is, Barry, what what's Margaret got to say about that kind of an evening? Is she in for that? She got forty-six cheeks. They were beautiful. And there was no doubt they were all. They were beautiful, weren't they? I thought one of them was a bit of a thigh because I saw a bit of hair on it, but I think they were. It tasted. It tasted delicious. Oh, it was lovely. Oh, a lovely bit of garlic butter. Oh, that wasn't garlic butter. 
were whatever it yes. was, it was inedible. What a night. I feel we really bonded that night. And I got yeah. to know Margaret yeah, we... better. I'd never really spoken to Margaret that much before the, uh, that night, the cheat night. Well, you popped a little note into one of her cheeks, didn't you? I was, we I was, found it late. You, you did. I left. I left a, a, a cheeky a little note. You no, know, I left it. Well, a deposit as well. You but did. that was. A, that, I explained Tell that. What you said that well, poem you wrote on me. Uh, I wrote. A, I wrote um, a poem. Yeah, very lovely. Um, it was cool. Uh, roses are red. Yes, are blue. Yes. Margaret, I'd like to give you a big kiss. Yes, it didn't rhyme, did no, it? No, right. Well, you know, as you know, I, I've got a medical condition, Barry. Um, I've got r- r- rhymeology, which means I can't rhyme words. Rhymatoid arthritis. No. What you said before? Yeah, the thing I said before. Yeah, I went, um, which I can't remember. Remember? No, well, you weren't listening. What we've got, we've got it on our wall. Your yeah. poem. Oh. Uh, we've got all the little bits and the presents you bought us. We've done that lovely big meal. You bought a, uh, a packet of minstrels. It wasn't much, really. You shut. You shut your face. You know exactly what I ordered. It was a Tuesday, and I ordered two for two for one Tuesday from Domino's, and you know I did. So you got two pieces for the price did. of one. And a packet of minstrels. Oh, well, it was lovely. Do you remember when I come round to your house and we had a lovely dinner and I oh. wrote that poem to you? I do remember I do remember that. And I've got that poem, and I hope you won't be offended. Yeah. I have that poem yeah. under my pillow. Yeah. And every night, after I've, after I've tugged myself and just before I'm about to sleep... I reach yeah. under, I reach under the pillow, and I read out the poem and just remind Shall us what re- what it what it says. It goes, oh God, um, you are one hell of an entity, but you weren't half crap on I'm a celebrity, and wasn't that lovely? It does, and I like that because it brings me down to earth, <laughs> to and earth. it makes me it makes me feel humble. It, it brought you nearly as quickly... Well, it would have brought you down to earth if you hadn't been on a harness. Yes, well, exactly. And, and still... I... Just, still just, 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 as, just, just so you know, the career is yeah. still going strong because my episode of The Chase that I filmed is going to be on soon. Celebrity Chase. Celebrity Chase. I got, I, got, I got paid thousands. Uh, to be yes. on that, several thousands. I'm holding up the number of thousands I got paid for that, so thank you. And I'm um, holding up one hand. And yes. um, six fingers. And um, tomorrow I'm filming a show with Lisa Tarbuck, Danny Baker, and Susan Kalman, Flavour of the Month, on uh, for Channel Five, and I'm getting paid uh, a four-figure sum for that. So the career's going very, very well, Barry. I notice very your show well. seemed to have dried up significantly. <laughs> Well, I did the hit show, 30 episodes of Cheat, Cheat, Cheat with that Noel was, Edmonds. That was about two years ago now. Was when season, series two well, coming out? It was really. It was, it was recently on at five in the morning. Yes, but it was, it was made about two years ago. It was made. It was really, yeah. but the yes, point it was, is it was really done a new show with Angela. Well, hang on a second. We're Let's gonna... just go back to the Cheap, Cheap, Cheap. So the second series isn't happening. Uh, I'm guessing, yeah. I'm guessing you... you you, you get a repeat fee for it, do you? Or did you get a buyout deal? Buyout. So it's really? irrelevant that it's on at five o'clock in the morning. Okay, so that's finished. Let's let's file that yeah. under under flop. Tell us about this new thing with uh, Angelos Epithemia. It's a new show. What channel is it going to be on? It's going to be on the stage channel. It's that's live. A live show. Okay, another we thing that you could have. Luton Bear Club. Okay, lovely club, lovely club. Yeah. yeah. When are you playing the Luton Bear Club? We've done that. Okay, well, they don't. Here's, here's a tip. 
here's a tip mm. for um for just it's just for the future because I want you to do well. well try don't, to get it on the telly. Don't no no god don't don't um, I won't bother with that. Right. Don't don't bother plugging shows that have happened. Plug plug shows that oh people can can go to. Oh god, listen. Hello. Well, don't you dare turn me down. I'm not turning. I won't turn you down. But can I just say, if anybody, what we'll do is we, we'll we'll keep Barry on until I get bored. So until about eleven yeah. twenty-six. But we will take. We Go we on. we. If you want to phone up and speak to Barry, I will take calls straight to air for the next few minutes. Oh three. It's a full moon, Barry. By the way. Oh, oh three four four. You enjoy a full moon, though, don't you? Oh, very much so. My Margaret, she's like a wild beast. Oh, three. Four, four. All her eyebrows sprout and her monobrows turns into a werewolf. Four, nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. Call straight to air. You can phone up and you can you can ask Barry a question. You can tell him what Funny you really smell. think of him. Okay, so yeah. so you so tell us about this live show you're doing with the the brilliant and and I would say um I would say too good for you. Yeah, he's going places, isn't he? Angelos, tell us about right. that show with him. Well, tell us about his bit in that show. Okay, well, we do a show. It's called A Matter of Life and Death, but I don't want to talk about that now because I sense that you probably faded me out. No, we're letting you, you do it. No, I'm letting you. Okay. You're so paranoid. Come. The oh, real damn. good one is uh, The 100 Club, and it's on the 13th of December in Oxford Street. I don't want to talk about it. Barry? Did anyone hear that? Hello? Yeah, they heard it. Go on, carry on. Oh, it's... Right. I know yeah, you're Murray, right, you cheeky little devil. Yeah. Oh, but Barry, question Street. for you, Barry. Oh, Barry, hello. question for you. Hello, hello Barry. Who am I speaking uh, my name, to? My name's Tim. Yes? What uh, can I do? Regard, do you believe that the Earth is flat? Um... Do you believe that? Not really, because if all the planets in the solar system are round, why is ours flat? That's the question to the flat earthers. How can our planet be flat when the rest are round? I think you're absolutely right. Hang on, you're confusing. Sorry to say, you're you're comparing uh, uh, apples with potatoes there, because you can still have a round, flat thing. Have you ever seen, uh, a, a, a thing called a record? Yes. What, what is it? Describe it to me. Two words. Flat and round. There we go. Thank you very much indeed. So, <laughs> so, Brilliant. So, <laughs> <laughs> it was a muppet. What an absolute pudding. Um, line two, line two. you're right through to guys. Barry. Hello. Oh, it's David. Hello. We ain't spoken in a while. Hello, Dave. How's it going? All right. I'm doing all right. I rang in about a year ago. I uh, I found the Elgin Marbles outside the and uh, <laughs> I found them. And I I tried to flog them. I used to work on the bins in Westminster. <laughs> With me mate Dave, Dave, Dave. Uh, Dave and Sparky. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I do remember a young maid called Berries. Yeah. 
Yes. He used to hang around the bins around Westminster. Was that yes, you? Poss- yes, possibly. What were you doing around the bins in Westminster? Do you know, I haven't listened to this show for quite a while. It's not got any better, is it? What <laughs> 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 so I was telling you, you know, I found these marbles. Oh, yeah. I was doing the bins. And I, I found these marbles. <laughs> and I thought they was the Elgin marbles because they were yes. outside back in the palace. But and please. I realise yeah, the right. actual Elgin marbles. <laughs> yes. These big things. And the pump sign is. Uh, I want some money for them. I find out they may belong oh, to uh, Prince William. Have we gone past 11.26 yet, Ian? <laughs> well, I do remember shot. on the bins. Oh, <laughs> All right. Line All right. three, you two to... Don't knock the quality of my callers. <laughs> I, this show made you, mate. <laughs> I know. Line three, you're on the wireless. Can you tell Margaret to stop sexting me, please? <laughs> oh, God, Bennett, that's my wife. Please be rules. Bloody heck. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, tell us about this show. I can't breathe. <coughs> tell us about this show at the 100 Club. And it's stop advertising me as being on it, because I'm not. Will you come and be on it? Please? No, the last time I did your show, which was about eight years ago, it was a bloody disaster. <laughs> so, no. Well, you might have some more material this time. I've got, I don't have material. I'm not a material kind of guy. Why don't you come and do no. some of your muck? Come on. <laughs> People will come and see you. How much, how much are you paying? It's, it's called The 100 Club because every act gets 100 quid. That's correct. Well, then give me 100 pounds. If you come, I'll give you a hundred pounds. Okay, give me a hundred pounds first, and then I'll come. And will you, some of your fans, come? <laughs> no, they're coming to and see pay. me. I'm doing. I'm doing plenty of live shows. I don't. I yes. do not want to suggest any other live events for them to go to. We don't want to dilute the brand, no, Barry. You not understand at all. that? Well, hold on. Ian is going to be there the 13th no, of December. I'm, I'm paying him to be there. I'm not, I'm not coming. Give me £100 first. And I'll, give me £100 I first. Will. If I send you £100, will you announce tomorrow that you'll be on? If you give me the £100, I'm there. Right. Well, it. You'll be there. If, if you I'll give me a pound, everybody buy tickets. Ian Lee, but... live at the 100 Club, 13th of December with Barry. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for your call, Barry. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, he's going to do it, man. <laughs> You're not doing it, are you? Yes, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to oh, take the 100 quid and never speak to him again. 0344. It's made me laugh. 0344. 499 This is Talk Radio. Moonlit musings for mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind. I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio.